Welcome to Blue Helm Space News Brief. You can find us at bluehelmco.com. On this day in 2014, India's first interplanetary mission entered into orbit around Mars. Today is Thursday, September 24th, and these are your top space news headlines. Spire Global will launch its first CubeSats with crosslinks over the next few months, beginning a refresh that will eventually replace its full constellation. Spire Global provides weather, ship tracking, and aircraft tracking data through a constellation of around 90 CubeSat in low Earth orbit, each of which must wait until passing over a ground station before it can downlink data, which is a process that takes tens of minutes to accomplish, which is too slow for some customers. The U.S. Air Force's top acquisition official, Will Roper, wants to make future aircraft, missiles, and satellites to be designed entirely in virtual environments using computer-generated models. That's how commercial airplanes and automobiles are made, and it's time for the military to get on board, Roper said. Quote, we do have two programs that are working on what could be the first ESAT for the department, potentially for the U.S. government, unquote. The U.S. Army plans to evaluate the performance of isotropic systems, optical beam-forming antennas for sending communications through the SES satellites in geostationary and medium-Earth orbit orbit under a contract of undisclosed value. Isotropic systems terminals are designed to connect simultaneously with multiple communication satellites and then switch to new satellites to improve data flow. Black Sky, a provider of geospatial intelligence, announced today it will add new satellites to its network that will provide high-resolution and nighttime imagery. The new so-called Gen 3 satellites will produce images with 50-centimeter resolution compared to the current Gen 2 satellites that provide 1-meter imagery. The first Gen 3 satellite will launch in 2022. Several NASA astrophysics missions in various stages of development are likely facing delays because of the coronavirus pandemic, an agency official said. Quote, all of our missions in development are proceeding. However, they are suffering reduced efficiency because of the pandemic, unquote, he said. That includes a reduced pace of work to incorporate social distancing and related measures as well as travel restrictions. Quote, disruptions in the supply chain are affecting us now, and that will be a ripple effect that we won't know the full extent for quite a while, unquote, said Paul Hertz, director of NASA's astrophysics division. French space and defense company Hamera is taking steps to quickly scale beyond CubeSats and find a niche building slightly larger classes of small satellites. When it comes to building CubeSats, quote, nobody has reoccurring business, unquote, Hamera's chief executive Nicholas Moltan said in an interview, quote, it is only a business of opportunity. We don't want to go to this market. We prefer to be in the middle of the nanosat and microsat business, unquote. U.S. Space Command starting today is providing more precise data about the location of potential interactions between objects in space, which could help predict collisions involving space junk, officials told Space News. The 18th Space Control Squadron at Vandenberg Air Force Base in California is now providing, quote, more meaningful data on approximately 25,000 space objects tracked by the U.S. military, the squadron commander, Lieutenant Colonel Justin Sorai, said. Do you hear that? That's the sound of no worries. That's future shredding. Contactless on-site shredding from L.A. to Orange County. We provide residential and commercial service to meet your needs. You don't have to believe me. Go ahead and check out our Yelp reviews. Our friendly staff is here to meet and exceed your needs. So give us a call at 562-426-0557 or visit our website at futureshredding.com to set up a reoccurring or one-time purge shredding service. Again, that's 562-426-0557 or futureshredding.com. Law, policy, and events in space. 
NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine urged Senate appropriators to provide full funding of Artemis as some members questioned the agency's emphasis on its lunar exploration program. Bridenstine, testifying before the Commerce, Justice, and Science Subcommittee of the Senate Appropriations Committee yesterday, said that NASA needed the full $3.2 billion it requested in its fiscal year 2021 budget proposal for the Human Landing System program in order to keep a 2024 human return to the moon on schedule. HLS received only about $600 million in a House spending bill passed in July. Quote, we're very grateful for that. I want to be clear, unquote, he said. He also said, quote, I will also tell you that that's not enough to achieve the 2024 moon landing, unquote. The top Democrat on the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee, Janine Shaheen, that funds NASA, wants to know how a deal NASA signed with Estee Lauder furthers commercialization of low-Earth orbit. Quote, I guess I'm having trouble understanding how Estee Lauder's effort is going to support the commercialization efforts of NASA, because as I understand it, they're expected to reimburse NASA about $128,000, which is a fraction of what the project costs. She goes on, can you talk about how shooting the cosmetic commercial advances NASA's mission, unquote. You can read all of Jim Bridenstine's remarks in the article located in the show notes. All right, so we had the Blue Origin launch today. Our next launch is September 26th of a ULA Delta IV heavy rocket. I have anything in the fun section for you, so the fun that you're going to have is by sharing this podcast, telling one person about it, subscribing, rate, and review, either on YouTube or on the podcast platform that you're listening to this to. That's your fun. In addition, I will not be here tomorrow, so enjoy your weekend, relax, Enjoy your family, friends, pets, you know, whatever it is. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Drink your water. I will see you on Monday.